everyone and welcome to another episode of No Doubt where we will look at current events, people, and everyday issues and language from a Shin Buddhist perspective and then talk about in-depth points that delve more deeply into the doctrine of this tradition. My name is Takashi Miyagi and I will be your host. Let's get started. So today's question is, how should we think about the pandemic and the issue of wearing masks? Um, so recently in the news, uh, we see just about how much uh, we need each other, just how much or our actions uh, affect one another. And when you wear a mask, it's not about you know your freedom getting impinged in any way. It's not about uh, one's freedom that gets taken away. Um, it has everything to do with caring for others and letting them know that you know that we are all in this together. So you can help spread the coronavirus at a much faster rate if you didn't have the mask on as opposed to if you did. You're looking out for others and they are doing the same when they are wearing their masks. In fact, you could maybe even think of it in this way. Um, whenever I wear a mask, think that I am wearing a signboard that says thank you, right? Thank you to the doctors and nurses out there on the front lines working those gruesome hours and, and dealing with death head on. Thank you to the grocery store clerks who are risking themselves whenever they go to work. Thank you to the garbage disposal folks out there every week. Thank you to other people who are wearing their masks. Thank you to everyone who's contributing to my livelihood, but I cannot possibly come to, under, to recognize uh, who they all are. That is essentially what you're doing when you're wearing a mask. These are, quote, thank you masks, right? You might as well put on a mask and, and write the words thank you on them. Copyright pending, of course, just kidding. But uh, so when other people are wearing masks, um, they're doing their part and saying thank you to others as well. They understand the situation at hand and they're saying thank you to the world also. And when we see people who aren't wearing you know, their masks, well, they just haven't quite come to that understanding yet. This isn't about freedom. This is about recognizing that we are all in this together. So this life ultimately is about learning that one cannot live without the help of others. This is what Buddhism has been saying all along anyway, right? In other words, one is allowed to live because of the countless causes and conditions. One is allowed to live. We here in America are taught to avoid the um, past tense, even in writing, right? I remember being told that um, in grade school, high school, you know, like uh, in, even, even in college, you know, I was told, you know, never use the passive tense, avoid it if you can, right? Um, uh, because it, it causes confusion and it, and it sounds in, undec- indecisive and, and um, your, your argument isn't as clear as it should be, right? So use the active voice, they would always say. But uh, the passive tense, I believe, has its place. You know, there are certain times when you can use it. There are certain times when you should use it, right? Uh, in Japanese, um, this grammatical point is called ukemi, the passive voice. So here it would be, 
ikasareteiru,、um, which means、um, in English,、um, I am able to live because of all others. I am allowed to live, essentially. I am able to live, right? In concrete terms, this means that I become more grateful of the people around me and recognize that this world does not revolve around me. I must do my part to try and see that we are all in this together, right? And in this sense, the passive tense is extremely important, right? It's telling us that you are not you without everyone else and that you're working. Uh, I mean, not you're working, you're, you're able to live your life because of those around you and what they do for you. And they do, they've been doing this for you all your life and prior to that, right?、Uh, and, and, and we have no idea just how many people are involved in、uh, making our lives possible. So, what the teaching of Amida Buddha does is to teach us that we are being supported by the,、uh, the great undercurrent that sustains not just my life, but all life. Here again, we awaken to the understanding that this quote unquote me is not the center of the universe. It's not about me, 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 me. And in fact, to think so is actually not in accordance with true reality. When I awaken to the understanding that I am a part of a greater reality, that is the moment in which I live in accordance to true reality. So, another way to look at these masks is like this.、Um, I'm sorry if this kind of grosses you out, but imagine that you have bad breath. And the person that doesn't want to wear the mask is the person that doesn't think his or her breath smells bad. But everyone's breath. Smells bad. It's just to what degree it's bad, right? We all have bad breath. The thing is, we cover it up with like mouthwash, gum, eating something in the morning, or drinking something, right? Then it becomes harder to tell, right? We mask it really well. But in the end, we all have bad breath, right?、Uh, we just get really good at covering it up. It's kind of like that phrase, um, uh, Pardon my French, but、uh, it says, don't act like your shit don't stink, right? So, what this quote is,、uh, is referring to is that your hands are just as dirty as everyone else's. So, stop acting like you didn't make any mistakes or that you're somehow in the clear. For example, let's say you're like a, like a politician and you, you turned a blind eye to your cabinet that was embezzling thousands of campaign donations or something. I don't know, something like that, okay? And when one of your staff members threatens to go public and you say, Well, I didn't know anything about it, then he might say, Well, you knew what we were doing and you didn't do anything about it. So don't act like your shit don't stink, right? So that's, that's kind of like a, a way to use this phrase, right? So it's this idea that you were just as much a part of this as the rest of us. So don't expect to get treated differently. So, in the case of acting like our own breath doesn't stink, no, it does, right? Everyone's does. To take that even further, right, from a Shin Buddhist perspective, we all have blind passions. We all have our attachments. And to act like we don't couldn't be further from the truth. I think in many cases, it's very easy for us to blame others and think that other people are at fault and they're the reason for my suffering. And this includes myself. I'm quick to find fault in other people, but when it comes to myself, I'm extremely lenient towards myself, right? 
other people's breath is very bad to me, but when I smell my own breath, I'm like, meh, that's not that bad. But my family will tell me that my breath is bad. So oftentimes, we think that what we do is never really bad. We are never in the wrong. We are never at fault. But that's because we are looking at ourselves through our own lens. Our own lens is almost always biased in favor of the self. So it is easy to see ourselves as never having bad breath. It's easy to see ourselves as never having bad inclinations or what we call in Buddhism, blind passions. It's easy to see others as those who are at fault and spreading the disease and germs to everyone else. But in reality, we should just assume that we are the agents spreading the germs and therefore we should do our part to ensure that we are mitigating the effects of possibly spreading the virus. We should not just assume that we are okay because when we do so, we are prioritizing ourselves over others when we really should be considering other people's well-being as our own well-being. In Mahayana Buddhism, there is this idea that everyone's happiness is my happiness. I cannot be truly happy unless everyone is happy. Now, in a political, economic, or sociological sense, um, that might be wishful thinking, right? But from a religious standpoint, that's the teaching of Buddhism. If everyone doesn't make it, I won't make it. It's like that uh, movie, uh, um, what is that, Backdraft, um, that was made many years ago, you know, about the firefighters, and there's that one line where he says, you go, we go, kind of thing, right? So it, it, that, that's the idea that we're, um, we're all in this together, right? Come hell or high water, we're all in this together. You go, we go. There are no select few that make it. There are no chosen ones, right? In Buddhism, everyone has got to make it. And that is why we consider how to make efforts, um, or we should consider how to make efforts that reflect this, this principle. And I believe that um, that's done in this world right now by wearing our masks. back to the second um, segment of today's um, episode, which is, um, today's topic is, what is Namo Amida Butsu? Which is uh, kind of like 
uh, a question that comes up frequently um, and it's a question that can be answered in in a lot of different ways um, but I'd like to take it up in a specific way today so um, Namuamidamutsu, uh, I'd like to first translate that. Um, in, the, in the English, it's translated as, I take refuge in uh, Amida Buddha. So, Namo Amidabutsu, um, Namo means, um, is translated to, I take refuge, and then Amidabutsu is Amida Buddha. But actually, um, that translation is not exactly perfectly correct. It's, um, it's, it's partly correct, but it doesn't explain the full story. It doesn't explain, it doesn't give you the full picture. Um, and, and actually, um, if you, you have to kind of think about it in two, um, two parts, two phases. So the, the part of I take refuge in Amida Buddha is the latter half. Okay, that's the second half. The first half is um, Amida Buddha calling upon us. Okay, Amida Buddha is calling upon us. Um, in Japanese, there's the word um, chokume, uh, which which uh, which means that um, it's kind of like the the is mandating um, um, the or ordering us, right? Um, and when you put that in English, it doesn't sound uh, too nice, so that's why it doesn't get translated too often. But um, what what it what it is is that Amida Buddha is calling upon us. Amida Buddha is summoning us. Amida Buddha is um, is is calling out to us, right? Um, so, uh, if you can imagine, um, I like to give you an example of that. Um, let's say like you're out on the beach with your parent, right? Um, and you want to go swimming and your parent uh, let's say it's your your dad right is kind of just like okay yeah you, you can go out, go ahead and um and 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 swim by yourself and that's okay and so you go out there <clears throat> and then your dad tells you though but if you need any help you know um, make sure to call uh, out and make sure i can see you kind of thing right and so you're like, yeah, 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 whatever. Because you're thinking to yourself that you can manage, right? That you're able to swim out there. You're fine, right? And you want to go out there and have fun. So you go out there into the beach and you're in the ocean and you're swimming by yourself. La-di-da. You're having a great time and you're you're swimming around and you're, you're getting a little tired. And then you're pretty out far from the coast. So then you're thinking, okay, maybe I'll, I'll start heading back, right? And so you start heading back. But for, you know some reason the tide is like really strong and it's pulling you out right and then um the, so the harder you try to swim back you know the 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 more that the tide is you know keeping you out there so it's getting harder and harder and then before you realize it you're actually really tired now and you're really exhausted and you're thinking to yourself i i i i need to get back now otherwise i'm i'm going to start to panic right but the the ocean is relentless right so now you start to get scared right and so uh, you're, you're, but, and you're out there and you're, you're, you're struggling now. You're trying very, very hard to get back, but no matter how hard you're trying to get back, you can't seem to get back to the coast. Well, your dad is seeing you in the far off distance and notices that you're struggling, notices that you're not able to get back, right? And sees the panic on your face, right? So then your dad calls out to you, son, I'm coming out for you, right? Or 
um, hey, I'm coming out. I'm coming out for you. Wait, just wait there, right? So uh, the, uh, your dad comes flying over to you, right? And then, and then before you know it, you're saying you're screaming out, "Dad, help! Dad, help! I need your help!" And then, but before that, your your dad is already coming out to you, telling you, "Son, I'm coming for you, right? Just wait right there." And then your dad uh, jumps into the uh, ocean to come get you and then pulls you back into the uh, coast and then you say dad thank you dad thank you thank you right and so that is the um uh, the example of the drowning person but um the the important part of this uh this story is that the dad uh the parent um sees the situation that you're in right before you're even able to call out dad your dad is already running towards you saying, dad is coming for you, right? Don't worry. I'm coming out there to get you, right? Don't worry. So your dad um, has always been watching the situation and is yelling out to you, calling out to you. And then you call out dad. But when you call out dad, it's already too late, right? Then and um, so but that but what's important is that the calling voice of your father was already there before you even screamed out dad. Right. And then uh, when your dad saves you. Right. And takes you back to the shore. That's when you say, dad, thank you, dad, thank you. Right. So you respond with uh, uh, calling out to your dad. Dad, thank you, dad, thank you. So. The process of Namo Amida Butsu. Namo Amida Butsu, the first half is, I am Amida Buddha, call on me, Amida Buddha. Call on me, Amida Buddha. The second half is, I hear your calling voice. I respond with, I take refuge in Amida Buddha, right? So the first half is, call on me, Amida Buddha. The second half is, I hear your calling voice. I respond with, uh, I take refuge in Amida Buddha. Okay, so that's the full translation. Of course, I just explained to you um, in a few sentences what Namo Amida Buddha is supposed to mean, but you know, how do you put that into a phrase, right? That's very easy to understand. And that's why um, it, you can't, right? And that's why it's translated as such, right? But, I, um, but um, as a practitioner, I would like you to know that it is not tra that translation is not the full story right that that translation is not the full picture and i and so please remember that that the 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 calling voice of namo amida butsu is first coming to you from the buddha right and you and then when you receive that right when you receive that and say oh my gosh that is so true right and uh, that is the moment of shinjing and then you and then you respond with namo amida butsu right so our our response is it's a call and response okay so the call is coming from true reality the buddha the world of enlightenment we receive that and then we respond uh with namo amida butsu okay so um that that's a very important um um Kind of process that needs to be explained and needs to be emphasized quite frankly a lot more um it's not emphasized nearly enough um uh because the the problem with saying i take refuge in amida buddha and thinking that that's the whole story the problem with that phrase is that 
it then sounds like we are praying to a deity, right? It then sounds like, um, uh, well, that's one problem. The other problem is that um, we are the one that are taking, that is taking the initiative to believe in Amida Buddha, right? In other words, the faith is on our side to believe in Amida Buddha. And that couldn't be further from the truth, okay? Shinjin is not faith on our part, okay? Uh, uh, I will, I've, I've explained it in other episodes and I'll explain it in other episodes uh, coming up as well. But Shinjin is not faith on our part, okay? I know that sounds really counterintuitive and, and confusing, but um, it has it has nothing to do with our active belief on our belief on our part. Okay, and that's a very 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 important point. The negation of the self, the negation of my trying to believe in something, is the arising of Shinjin. Okay, and when we have received that calling voice, then we respond with Namo uh, Amidabutsu. Right, but when you translate it as "I take refuge in Amida Buddha," it it implies that you have to be you have to be the one that is the active agent that believes in uh, Amida Buddha when uh, that is actually not the case. Okay, so um, I'd like to give you another example. Um, imagine. Um, uh, a, a mother with uh, her child, okay, her newborn child. Um, so the mother uh, calls. This is a famous example, okay. I did not think of this. This, this is, um, and and the beach example too. Um, that is not an example that I thought of, okay. This, that's these, this, these are stories that are often told to um, help explain Namo uh, Amidabutsu and the name and its significance, okay. So uh, the next example is the mother and her newborn child. When the mother holds her child, right, she says, my name is Mama, 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 call me Mama, call me Mama, Mama's here for you, Mama, 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 right? And so the, the mother is not only reassuring, trying to reassure the child, uh, not just with her warm embrace, but also with her um, audible voice, right? audible voicing she is trying to tell the baby that she is there for her right for or for the the child right the child is oblivious to this right but but is hearing the voice but is i mean does it make sense with the word mama right so at you know at first the child is not able to respond and just receives that right however over time as the child uh begins to grow and the child begins to understand uh, um, uh, and, and matures, right? The child then is able to associate mama with care, mama with warmth, mama with love. The child then understands that uh, through the use of the word mama, one can feel secure, one can feel loved, right? And so the child then learns to say mama, mama and then responds with mama and in the future when the baby grows up the child understands that by saying mama uh, that that uh, that that child is never alone that that child is always embraced right and loved right and can come to this world of embracement warm embracement so 
um, the process then is that the, the child doesn't know to say mama, right, spontaneously. The, the child is nurtured and brought up at, to, to say uh, that word mama, right? And so in much the same way, at first when we hear namo amidabutsu, right, it's like, what the heck is that? You know, it sounds like a mantra or like, what, it, what you know, it sounds so exotic, right? And so it's it doesn't make sense. It sounds like a bunch of gibberish, right? Uh, and or it just it's like is that is that Japanese and just kind of like we just brush it off right but over time when we understand the truth of the content of Namo Amidabutsu what its significance is and that it is the manifestation of the wording of the world which cannot be voiced right the uh, the the um, the expression of the world which cannot be expressed the, the the expression of the world of truth right coming out to us in words namo amidabutsu then we understand when i was when i that, that we have always been embraced by this world of namo amidabutsu we there is this greater reality of warmth that uh, accepts us as we are and that it is calling out to us in the form of namo amidabutsu and when we understand that truth then we then we then respond with namo amidabutsu so this calling voice is everywhere it's it's in our everyday lives when our child um, uh, makes us happy right our uh, when our friends make us happy when we go to uh, 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 i don't know an an orchestra and we hear a very moving piece when we read a novel and there is a very moving and touching part that makes us cry, right? And when we 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 tap into this uh, this reality that moves us in a way that we understand that we are a part of something bigger than just ourselves, then we respond with Namo Amidabutsu. That is to be in accordance with true reality. And so Namo Amidabutsu is calling out to us. It's speaking to us, right? Jinen, the world of truth is always speaking to us. We just have to uh, learn uh, what, this, what this world is saying to us and how it is speaking to us. And once we understand that, then we can see that true reality is speaking to us all the time, right? All the time. So all this stuff about the news and all that gibberish and all that noise, and, you know it's it's intoxicating right it's it's all this stuff is crazy but we but aside from that there is this world that is still in in this in the chaos of all this world there is still the greater reality that is speaking out to us namo amidabutsu and that is why in 2020 in this world of just one thing after another that we are just being hit with right that that is all the more reason why we need to listen to the teachings of Amida Buddha. So um, with that, we need to um, uh, open ourselves up to the world of uh, great compassion because great compassion is speaking to us all the time and we have to be able to receive uh, that teaching. So that's going to do it for us today. Um, just to review, 
in the first segment, we talked about um, how Jodo Shinshu Buddhists will look at the issue of the pandemic and about uh, wearing masks. Um, and the idea is that uh, when we should think to ourselves that when I wear a mask, I'm wearing a signboard that says thank you on the mask, right? And that we are saying thank you to all the people around us for taking the time to wear their own masks and, um, and, and that we are all aware of the fact that we have to work together to live in a peaceful society. Um, another point is that one is allowed to live um, and, and that we should think of the passive tense um, and, and think about that our lives are made possible because of everyone else around us. And so we are being allowed to live our lives because of the efforts of those around us. And in the second uh, segment, we talked about the significance of Namo Amidabutsu. What is Namo Amidabutsu? Namo Amidabutsu is not just the translation of I take refuge in Amida Buddha. That is actually the second half. Um, but uh, the first half is where Amida Buddha is calling out to us, say my name, Namo Amidabutsu. And then whereby we hear that and we respond with the name Namo Amidabutsu. Um, just like the uh, the drowning child who is saved by the father or the mother that calls out to her baby by saying, call me mama, call me mama. The, the person, uh, the, the mother or the father is saying, uh, is calling out to us first, whereby we hear that calling voice, we receive it, and then we respond with Namo uh, Amidabutsu. Thank you for tuning in today to another episode of No Doubt. I'm your host, Takashi Miyagi. As the Master Shandao states, quote, May we together awaken the Bodhi mind and be born in the realm of serenity and joy. End quote. Take care, Dharma friends. Until next time, Namo Amidabutsu.